Here we go, everybody, then. Welcome. Come in. Yeah, Daniel Ricciardo is leaving McLaren. Oh, my goodness me. If you're listening on audio, welcome. If you're watching live on Twitch, also welcome. The chat is popping off. Daniel Ricciardo is officially leaving. He's put something on Instagram basically saying that his time with McLaren has come to an end. They tried to work it out. They did not. And Danny Rick is free to race for whoever next year if he decides to. But with me, of course, you've just heard the dulcet tones of Tom Bellingham, the WTF1 (laughs) founder. He is with us uh, for another one of those crazy streams where we talk about news. And yeah, Danny Rick leaving McLaren. Tommy, what's your first thoughts? First thoughts are... Dan Ricardo's currently wiping away the tears with a bunch of cash. And my other thoughts are that he must be um, surely step it, like going to another team because you don't think he'd have been paid off to just leave the sport. However, in his Instagram story that he posted, you you were playing it out loud when we were we were chatting just earlier. Yeah. And oh my word, he 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 pauses just to the point where it's like. I am going to be leaving McLaren. Yeah, there's like a little pause, and that my that, heart that split second. It was thought he was announcing his retirement. I thought it was another Sebastian Vettel. It gave Sebastian Vettel vibes a bit, didn't it? Like it yeah. was just a sort of a blank wall and just chatting away. And yeah, when he paused, Tommy, when he paused, I was like, oh my god, he's going to say this is it. It's the end of his Formula One career. Thankfully, he has not decided that. Although he's not decided what he's doing, he didn't really give us any kind of. I guess insight as to where next, and we'll 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 look into that. We'll we'll have a deep dive into where we think Danny Rick might go next. Uh, but Alpine certainly is the mm. best bet. But there's this ain't an easy relationship to fix. You know what I mean? This isn't this isn't like you know their first time. You know their first date. They've been out. They've had a relationship. It broke up. Cyril Abitbull was cr- basically crying on Drive to Survive. You know what I mean? Let's yeah. not forget how emotional. That breakup was between uh, himself and uh, an Alpine. So Danny Rick and Alpine. So I wouldn't say it's a done deal because Alpine big dogs, they the first thing they are probably <laughs> they're having emergency meetings probably over the, the entirety of the summer break about their brand image. Yeah, and it's pray been, for the admin. Yeah, and it's and it's been absolutely um, battered by uh, Fernando Alonso and how he has exited that team. And of course, Danny Ricks left the Renault Academy, uh, Renault <laughs> program before, which is now, of course, called Alpine. So, yeah. do they take back a a partner that that left them so abruptly? Are they over it, Tommy? Is Ricardo the new Alonso? Loves to step around in multiple teams. One thing that's actually really funny, which I will read out, is a tweet that I saw from going a little bit off topic, but Sergio Rodriguez, who's a journalist, and he put that Alpine was so convinced that Fernando Alonso was staying. Apparently Alpine have been working on a special Alonso edition Alpine road car that was going to be revealed at the Japanese Grand Prix. And he's, oh <laughs> which is hilarious. But, but back to Ricardo. like I said, you've got to think that he must have lined up another team. Maybe he announced it in his Instagram. We will never know because it cut off halfway through. You know, nah, he said he me and Daniel Ricardo, well, me so. and Daniel Ricardo, we're the same age, so he's a boomer too. <laughs> and uh, clearly, he didn't know how to upload the Instagram video, and it cut off halfway through. Yeah, bit bit odd that he didn't have someone to manage that for him. To be honest with you, uh, but either or, um, yeah, it's it's news that I don't think is the most shocking thing in the world. 
And yeah, I'd like to also congratulate Daniel Ricciardo on winning the lottery, $21 million or whatever it will be. Like that's... To not drive for a team that clearly hate him. Imagine, yeah, imagine just like a normal person, you know, turning up to a job and they go, actually, we don't want you, but we're going to pay you a year's salary. Off you go, go home. You can make, you can find another job if you want as well. Yeah. Now that's that's the dream, isn't it? Especially if you can go to Alpine that essentially have as good a car as McLaren, if not slightly better at the moment. You can go season. back to the team that you definitely shouldn't have left in the first place because this has been an absolute disaster move going to McLaren and just made it made his career choices look on that Alonso level of even more embarrassing, it has to be said. So let's let's play this, let's play this out then, because of course this is the next chess piece move in this whole Piastri, Ricardo, McLaren drama. You have to say, first and foremost, Ricardo not being with McLaren next year opens All the door confirms. wide yeah. uh, to Oscar Piastri. But until it is confirmed, <laughs> we're just going to steer clear of saying anything because uh, what happened at the start of the summer break is something that none of us predicted. Uh, but you have to assume it'll be Piastri and Norris at McLaren, which will be a very exciting lineup, uh, to say the least, will it not? I'm uh, very excited to see those two put together. But Danny Rick, let's say, because I, I, Danny Rick could be in a bit of a, a spot of bother, right? McLaren commits to Piastri. This, this is a, obviously a hypothetical scenario here, right? Just, yeah. just, just play along with me. Okay. McLaren commit to Piastri. Alpine okay. win the contract debate. They keep Piastri. McLaren then <laughs> have dropped Ricardo. Do they? The, can you imagine if they go? Oh no! By the way, actually, could you? Uh, could you possibly? Uh, Hetty twelve with the ten gifted. I know I don't usually shout out gifted subs, but that's unbelievable, Hetty. Thank you so much. Uh, but yes, what that happens is... then? Then you've yeah, got other that's an teams. interesting scenario. You've actually, got... I didn't even think about Haas. You've got Williams. I mean, both of those I don't think can really afford Daniel Ricciardo has potential. I don't know. But it just, I don't think they have the big bucks to to pay for a 20 million whatever salary that Danny Rick looks for. So what happens then, Tommy? That is a very interesting point that the just, the, just because Daniel Ricciardo has left McLaren and that's opened the seat to Piastri and a lot of people will probably assume that Ricciardo is going to go to Alpine. That doesn't mean that this court matter is finished. It's it's very easy to forget about. And like you say, until you mentioned it, that Alpine might really want Piastri and and are willing to just take this down to the wire. And then like you say, if they win the court case, they've got Piastri, they force Piastri in the car, literally have literally to... Literally chain him yeah, in. Yeah, putting him in the overalls uh, before each race. Yeah, it's a very interesting scenario. And then McLaren have signed about 8,000 drivers across all their different things. But with the greatest of respect to those drivers, are any ready to jump into Formula One alongside Landon Norris? I don't think so. So, yeah, that's going to be a really interesting scenario if that happens because this whole Alpine drama is still ongoing. Whether, whether, um, Ricardo has signed it. I'd assume I'll ask you this. Do you think Ricardo signed a deal then somewhere? He must have done surely for him to go. Well, Tommy, that's a great question. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I no, I don't I don't know. Because at the end of the day, put yourself in his shoes, right? You've just been you've just been offered 20 plus million dollars to not do your job next year. <laughs> 
are you going to have everything in place before you take that? Probably not. And I'm sure, I'm sure there's going to be conversations. And his manager, I'm sure, is working very hard to try and get secure Danny Rick with the with the seat. Uh, but at the same time, I don't, I Big don't. Big old paycheck. I'm sure he's had positive conversations, but I don't think it's as far as Oscar Piastri saying I will not drive for Alpine next year because that was. You have to assume pretty set in stone if they could uh, usher Danny Rick out the door, which they did with a big old paycheck. So now I don't think he has got anything sorted yet. You know, he says it in the video. He's, he's not sure. And I, and I believe him. Um, there are some options for him, as we said, you know, Williams and Haas, if he wants to take a backward step and also a backward step in his paycheck, probably. Um, yeah. Haas would be. See, Haas is maybe the most logical one. Alpine. There's the whole conversation of whether he'd go back. Then Williams is too much of a downgrade, surely. That's a bit embarrassing. Like, uh, with the greatest of respect to Williams, yeah, yeah, it's a bit yeah. embarrassing to, to be dropped. And then it'd be like, oh, it was a mutual decision. I will say, I've just watched the the Twitter video. Uh, I didn't see the Insta one. Um, so this is my first time watching his announcement video. He looks a little bit broken. Uh, and he d- definitely doesn't... Uh, doesn't radiate Danny Rick energy, which you can understand because it's it's not like a yeah we've agreed this is great because he knows essentially this this time at McLaren has failed so he can't be all happy and smiley, but there's no way, however much McLaren want to spin it, that it's a mutual thing. Well, can you it's imagine not... if he he did a video and was like, "I'm not leaving." Hey guys, yeah. no, no, or no, that, or also just, "Hey guys." Just like twenty one, yeah, uh, <laughs> twenty one million in big cash. cash, yeah, yeah, from Zach Brown. Um, yeah, going to pay me in one pound coins as well. <laughs> Imagine filled his house. Let's not <laughs> let's not forget. Um, someone actually just posted this on Twitter, so that's handy for me to read it back. This was his Instagram story post after France, which were there have been a lot of rumors around my future in Formula One, but I want to hear but I want you to hear it from me. I am committed to McLaren until the end of next year and I'm not walking away from the sport. I appreciate it hasn't been easy, but who wants easy? I'm working my ass off with the team to improve and get the car right back to the front where it belongs. I still want this more than ever. See you in Le Castellet, Daniel. That's not that long ago that he's essentially saying, stop with all these rumors. And you've got to think he's committed he committed to McLaren on that weekend. Had he not, um, maybe he'd be in the Aston Martin seat because I feel like that was quite a good fit for him. Mm. And don't get me wrong, um, don't blame Aston Martin one bit for going for Fernando Alonso because he's mega. But the fact that Daniel Ricciardo essentially was like, no, I'm staying with McLaren, then this seat opened up and he's like, no, I told you. I think you mentioned it to Crofty, didn't he, in the press conference? No, did you not read my tweet? Staying with McLaren. And then suddenly there's this mutual agreement, which is clearly more of McLaren saying, please leave, please, please leave. (laughs) Here's lots of money, just go. How many more Zach Brown statements do they have to put out, essentially saying that he's completely washed and terrible? Well, that's the right. thing. Like, as much as Danny Rick has said, I'm committed to McLaren, I'm going to make this work, that is probably all true. He was committed, 
but McLaren seemed to be the ones that really wanted to end this relationship. I know it's uh, you know a mutual decision, but I'm sure it wouldn't have been mutual had it not been for $21 million ending in uh, Danny Rick's bank account uh, come the end of the day. So it's obviously this is McLaren heavy. They, they're not happy that Danny Rick has 19 points to Lando 76 this year as one example. Of course, Danny Rick does have the only, well, the latest victory uh, for McLaren, but it has to be said that this was very much, you know, something that was a bit of an anomaly, right? You know, this was a once in a lifetime performance where he was kind of on the pace of Lando and it all just fit in perfectly for Danny Rick, but that wasn't enough. That's not enough to, to save you having one amazing result and then not really being uh they're there against your teammate for most of the rest of the season so yeah it's uh it's an interesting one because we've spoken about where would he go in formula one he could easily just go now nah, i'm packing it all in i'm leaving formula one peace nascar baby i can see that i can see nascar what about indycar <laughs> no i feel like nascar's his vibe he's the that would be a bit of a celebrity kind of move and he's definitely he's definitely one of those drivers that's worked on his image and essentially prepped for outside of formula one the way he's he's done it's very interesting that he's not a world champion and only got a handful of wins but he's probably the most one of the most famous drivers in america and there's no doubt that drive to survive they've very much made him the poster boy of it drive to survive is going to be spicy by the way with this um but yeah, maybe I've just um... seen someone in the chat. The Trumo. What is Tommy on? He has said <laughs> many times he hates ovals. Yeah, but so did Grosjean. And one year in IndyCar, and he was like, I like, like this Grosjean one. literally like had the most horrendous crash of his life. And they went, I want to do oval racing in IndyCar. Things change. So yeah. there you go. Uh, yeah, go on, Tom. <laughs> that, I thought I'd just tee you up to uh, yeah, yeah. slap him down. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. I think, yeah, he obviously wanted, was it Zach Brown's NASCAR thing that he was going to drive as well? Like all that sort of stuff. Like there is that that passion for for NASCAR and he loves the American lifestyle. He loves Austin. He loves, you know, he loves that whole American culture. Cowboy hat. Uh, yeah. By the barbecue. Yeah, he laps yeah. it up, doesn't he? So, 100%. I, yeah, I could see him doing it. I, I think he's a, it's a bit, a bit early. I don't want him to. I, he can do that in three or four years, in my opinion. He's not done with Formula One, I don't think. And ideally, for his sake, you know, he can go join NASCAR when he's forty if he. Yeah, if he true. Wants to. Do the do the Project Ninety One thing that Kimmy did, where they just yeah. invite a driver, old drivers, to, to come race. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's get some questions from the chat now uh, vicky what but why should teams keep drivers if they are underperforming it's rare for him to get oh it's the chat's moving so quick to get into the top 10 now why not take a risk with someone else if your big buck drivers aren't there that's pretty much what they've done i think um you've put it in capital letters as well vicky very uh, uh, passionate about that question um i mean yeah that's, that's exactly what mclaren have thought is that they're paying him a huge amount of money for not it's a lot of delivering result. So yeah. it makes perfect sense, really. I mean, it's the thing is, right? A lot of people's opinions on Daniel Ricciardo are a lot more lenient. You know, I myself am more lenient with Daniel Ricciardo and his performances because I absolutely love him and I think he's a <laughs> brilliant character and he's amazing for Formula One in his own way. It, you know, when you actually look at his performances, you know, I am, I think I'm still very critical, as are you, Tommy, and as are uh, a lot of people, but that doesn't stop us being like, oh, I'd love to see him 
you know, figure it out at McLaren or turn it around, turn yeah. it around at Alpine. Uh, and there's no there's no problem with that, right? That Formula One is more than just performances when it comes to overall likability and wanting to see someone in F1. I think great drivers adapt, and clearly Daniel Ricciardo hasn't been able to adapt. But that being said, said many times, I don't think he's just forgotten how to drive. And there was a whole narrative over the fact that the Red Bull second seat is cursed. It's going to be really interesting to see. I mean, we're 99% sure it's Piastri, but who knows with this court case. But if he goes into that car and is absolutely awful, maybe it is just Team Lando like like Max and they're a one-car team and that whole thing will start, wouldn't it? So interesting that the guys from the race down on the ground um, have shared some quotes where yeah, go on, share it it's, a little, share, it's a little bit the, the I think this is a little bit um, not sa- it's not quite savage but it's Zach Brown being Zach Brown about Daniel Ricciardo where he got asked uh, will you find out if Lando's just amazing or Daniel didn't do that badly which is the Nico Rosberg theory isn't it that maybe it's just the fact that Lando's the best driver in the world and Daniel Ricciardo's doing okay and Zach Brown said we can't answer that quite Sorry, we can answer that question in a few years. In all seriousness, Lando is clearly one of the superstars of the sport. The goal is to have two drivers that can race each other hard, as you see in George Russell and Lewis Hamilton, or Carlos and Charles, even Sergio and Max. Bit of a backhanded compliment even with that as well. Um, So I don't see why we shouldn't be able to field two very competitive cars. Certainly Lando sets the bar very high, but no reason why someone shouldn't be able to run as strong as him. So, yeah, very much saying no. (laughs) So what does the chat think? Uh, We've got a poll up. Where do you expect Danny to race next year? 58% reckon Alpine. 22% reckon he won't be on the grid. 18% reckon Haas. And 2% reckon somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, Where would you you say now? Now we know it's confirmed. How are you thinking we're... We're looking still 85% is going to Alpine. Now that's what I think in terms of I'm that I'm pretty damn certain Alpine will take him back and it will be, you know, a lovely get back together, bit awkward at the start. Hey guys, you remember Danny? He left us last time. Hopefully he won't leave us again. Sort of vibes. <laughs> but no, I, it, it makes perfect sense for Alpine if they are willing to pay what Danny Rick wants. Um, but, yeah, it it just makes it makes sense for both parties, really, uh, because Alpine needs someone. Well, I don't know. Every time I, I go into some sort of reasoning, I'm then like, well, would Alpine really like to have Danny Rick back when they're trying to rebuild their brand after being completely and utterly destroyed by Alonso and everything yeah. that happened with Piastri? I'm still, I'm still on this thing that if they hire Daniel Ricciardo, they're basically saying they don't respect Ocon as a team leader as well, because Ocon has signed quite a long contract with them. And clearly, this is the if they if they really have signed this long contract with with Ocon, surely he's there, Max Verstappen or Charles Leclerc, or that they build the team around. And when they get good, Ocon's the driver. But hiring someone like Daniel Ricciardo surely suggests that they're not all that <laughs> keen on Ocon being a clear a clear number one. So maybe. Yeah, I'm I'm almost 50-50 now. I, I, 
I really do think that Mick Schumacher could go to Alpine. That would be the worst move in the history of... I think it would be for both of them. Yeah, awful. Um, I think it would be terrible for both of them. But Mick could would see get it destroyed by Ocon, I think, personally. Yeah. And also Alpine. Alpine. They, I love Esty Bestie. I really do. But he's not a Leclerc of a Stappen. No. He's not. He's been in Formula One long enough now that he is a very solid driver he can pick up a lot of points. He can be a match for Alonso now and again. But Fernando Alonso, in my opinion, as much as he is one of the best ever to grace the sport, is 41 years old and by no means in his prime. There are faster drivers on the grid than Fernando Alonso right now. And if Ocon, in his, what's supposed to be prime, can't beat Alonso, I don't know. I just, I just don't think that's a, that's maybe where Alpine should be going. That it, It's all well yeah, and good having Alpine... Ocon in the team, but they should have there needs to be a star driver in there. And they had it with Piastri and they fumbled the bag. Yeah. When have Alpine ever made a good driver decision though? So, um, it wouldn't surprise me because I said it before, they, they're not, not great at making decisions. And the whole team is a bit of a, a mess really with their future proof and planning and, and things you've got, you see a lot of other drivers, a lot of other teams and they've kind of future proofed it. You feel like, Lando's going to be the team leader at McLaren and take him somewhere. Verstappen with Red Bull, Leclerc with Ferrari, maybe, unless they keep screwing, <laughs> screwing him over. But Alpine, for me, and just if you think when they were Renault, in fact, I'm going to, can I even find their, their old driver lineup if I remember off the top of my head? Whilst you find that, a question from P1 Charles. Uh, why would Alpine pay silly money for an underperforming Daniel when they can get a cheap driver like Mick? Well, how I see that is depends how serious Alpine are about moving to the front of the field. They need an experienced driver. Ocon is, does have experience with him, don't get me wrong. But a lineup of Ocon and Ricardo, I think is actually a pretty damn good lineup. And I think they would complement maybe each other quite well. Whereas Mick Schumacher still reasonably crash happy, makes a lot of mistakes, has had a few good performances, but still one of the least impressive drivers this season quite easily. Uh, so it, yeah, it depends. Like Alpine, if they want to, if they think they can nurture Mick Schumacher into a great driver in a few years, then fair enough. But I don't think he's really shown any hints of, being this stellar driver he hasn't finished in a p4 or p5 in the Haas and been you know absolutely incredible we've just celebrated a couple of point score finishes because he you know got the duck off his back but in reality it still hasn't been you know incredible that no he's not wowed as a by any stretch yeah yeah looking at looking at Renault and Alpine then they had in 2016 they had Magnussen and Palmer then in 2017 they had Hulkenberg and Palmer and then got Sainz in. Uh, Sainz and Hulkenberg in 2018. Ricardo and Hulkenberg in 2019. Ricardo and Ocon in 2020. Ocon and Alonso in 2021. Then there's the whole mess with Piastri that they wanted and they've screwed that up. They just can't decide who they want in that team to lead them and take them to the next level. And it just seems like a complete mess there, which is why I think that, yeah, Ricardo and Schumacher are probably two drivers I wouldn't take. So very much expect Alpine to pick one of them. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> it's not not great if you're an Alpine fan. Um, 
Oh, we've got a, got a comment here from Dav Poi. Matt's complete disregarding of two terrible seasons for Ricardo is honestly unbelievable. All right, Dav, calm yourself down. Um, no, I don't think I've I've been very savage, I think, with uh, Daniel Ricardo quite a lot of the time, especially if you listen to our podcast. Um, it, as I explained maybe five or ten minutes ago, I, there's just a want for him to get better. It's not. There's no denying that he's been poor compared to Lando and it's not been good enough. You know, I was harsh enough of Albon and, and Gasly when they were in the Red Bull seat. It's very much the same with Danny Rick, if not worse at, at times in that McLaren. So he fully deserves to lose his seat at McLaren 100%. Um, but it's hoping he stays because I genuinely love seeing him in Formula One. You know, I'm a fan as well as a, I don't know, a critic or whatever you want to call us. Um, so, yeah, there's there's a mixture of it, right? Indeed. Someone just said in the chat, Joe to Alpine. I mean, he was now another Alpine junior that's got into Formula One, shown that he's pretty, pretty decent. But again, Alpine, he had to leave the Alpine Academy to get to get a seat. Their whole driver situation is just such a mess. And here we are, year on year, and they're in a bigger mess than ever. Not looking good. Ricardo Luiz, Matt, Ocon 58 points and Alonso 41. How is he underperforming? I don't think I ever actually said the word underperforming. No, I don't uh, think you did. Uh, when it comes to Ocon. Uh, I just said that he's not a star driver. Yeah, he's outscored Alonso this year so far, but let's actually look at what Fernando Alonso and the the bad luck that he's had in that, in that Alpine. Um, but no, Ocon is a solid, decent driver. Look at last season. He's just not... Alonso beat him on points he did didn't he yeah because that was our bet between me and katie uh alonso beat him on points when alonso hadn't driven in formula one for ages and with the greatest of respect i know alonso is an unbelievable driver but like you've said many times matt ocon if he wants to put himself in the brackets of charles leclerc max verstappen and george russell he needs to he needs to be well, yeah, look a lot more convincing against a 41-year-old Fernando Alonso. 100%. He should be wheeling him into a retirement home. That's what Ocon <laughs> should be doing to, to Fernando Alonso. Yeah. He should be finishing him. You know, like... Because, like Max wanna... Verstappen. Max Verstappen yeah. is been known as the teammate killer, hasn't he, essentially? Yeah. That he's just ruined careers. And that's what that's what the best drivers do. Exactly. And as much as I don't want to bring it up, Michael Schumacher came back in the sport and Nico Rosberg thrashed him. Like it's that sort of stuff where that's when you make a, a name for yourself in, in some regards. And obviously, Nico Rosberg is a, a 2016 F1 World Champion who beat Lewis Hamilton in Equal Machinery, if uh, anyone didn't know that. Um, so, yeah, another, uh, some more questions. There's uh, loads of you in here. So welcome. Thanks for joining. If you haven't uh, followed the uh, the Twitch account already, please do. WTF1 official. Um, who goes to McLaren if Oscar can't? Sophia35 asks. All right, so that whole contract debacle that I just said, say Alpine managed to claw back Piastri, who goes in that second McLaren seat? Sorry, that's so difficult. Really difficult. Because I would say Pierre Gasly, if he hadn't signed a contract, would be a good fit for them. So it, that, is, that is such a tough question. But Pato like Award, C007 says in the chat. I personally think it's a big risk to put I think IndyCar drives are incredible and they've got a very different skill of a, of a Formula One car, but I think it would be a big, big risk to... Uh, I, I will I will I mean, 
go out and say that if they put Pato Award or any IndyCar driver in that second seat, they will have a worse relative to Lando Norris than Daniel Ricciardo in that first year, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, would would agree. Jovanazzi? Yeah, no. So, well, there's a potential uh, for Jovanazzi to go to Haas. I think Jovanazzi will go to Haas, but then now it's opened up that whole, will Ricciardo go to Haas? But I still can't see kind of Haas uh, having the money for Ricciardo. Ha- yeah, I, I love how that's just the thing. It's like, I don't think Haas have money. I think they just pay them in Gunter swear words, to be honest with you. There's, there's Ralph Schumacher. Wow, that's uh, that's a comeback. So yeah, I think audio podcast listeners, we can probably wrap that up there. Would you say, Tommy? Would you say that's Sounds uh, good. a nice little stuff? We'll continue over on Twitch. So if you want to come and watch us live and ask us some questions in the chat, come and follow us, WTF1 Official. Over on Twitch, uh, we live stream a lot of these breaking news stuff, as we did with this one. And uh, yeah, we'll see you very soon in your ears next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.